0: I'm Sarah Connolly and today I'm talking to Jolene Dora who's a Belgian cyclist, a former junior road world champion and who she's just won the Omnium at the Guadalajara Track World Cup after having an amazing road season. Hello Jolene.
1: Hi, good evening.
0: (laughs) Um, Guadalajara, you won that and I think it kind of seemed like you won it really easily. Um, How did it feel for you? Well, um, it, it never is easy if you win something but, um,
1: it was quite a surprise for me. Um, I, I knew I'm on I'm good form lately,
0: mm-hmm. but um,
1: to get on the top step of the podium was more like a surprise than a dream come true.
0: Wow. I mean, you've worked really hard at your, at, the, at the Omnium, and it seems like quite a difficult competition to win because, you know, you just have one bad race and you, you're gone. I mean, wh- when you're riding it, how do you even approach it? Well, you
1: have to be focused uh, the whole time, um, Every event, you have to be one one hundred percent focused, and um, you just need to take it time by time and event by by event. And um, yeah, th- the thing is, you, you you always need to have a top five or maybe a top three each event. So that's that's yeah, that's the best.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you just—it's been interesting because you were second in the European Championships, weren't you, as well this year?
1: Yes, second at
0: one point. <laughs> 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 yeah, because you, you were um, you were you were you were leading for a while, but that was a strange European Championships because it was outdoors with no banking.
1: Yeah, it was outdoors. Um, it was concrete, and the track was was way longer than than normal. Um, so it was more like a road race. Um, you can't compare it to the track, but um, it, it was really hard, and with the wind and all, and yeah, it was different, different type of racing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and kind of very hot weather as well, wasn't it? Because it was out in the Caribbean.
1: Yeah, it, it, was, it was horrible at some times. Um, it was 50 degrees and yeah, we we have to compete the whole day. So um, sometimes we have to ride at
0: noon and it was mm-hmm. really, really hot, hot. I mean, how do you do that? Because it, it, it seems very interesting that if you have to, if you know, you're usually in these perfectly controlled environments in the velodrome, aren't you? So, yeah. but then I notice about your road racing too, you're, you're great in the perfectly controlled environment, but then you're also good at the cobbles and the rain and the wind and then also in the heat in the Caribbean. What's your secret?
1: Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm Belgium, so, uh, I love cobbles and I love the cold actually, yeah. but um, to ride in, in such hot conditions, yeah, it's, it's the same for everyone, so, um. It's 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 as hard for everyone, but yeah, I did it with a lot of eyes and a lot of drinking and yeah. It was it, it was quite terrible but you know, yeah, it's
0: the same for everybody so Yeah, yeah. yeah. So twenty fourteen has been this amazing year for you. I mean I was looking down at your Palmares and I think you had, you know, you had a couple of podium places at Energy Walk Tour and you won two stages of the Bene Ladies Tour. You yeah. podiums at the Route of France and you won a stage at Bowl's Rental Ladies Tour as well. I what it felt like you've kind of taken this this step up what what happened
1: yeah this year was really su- successful um for me it was kind of the breakthrough mm-hmm. and uh, the thing that pleased me the most was my consistency um I, I had a lot of top five places uh and especially a lot of second places mm-hmm. um but i th- i think the thing is um I got my bachelor degree uh, at universities uh, in June the th- 2013. Mm-hmm. And since then, um, I'm, I'm fo- focusing myself on cycling. I'm a professional cyclist. And um, I got so much more rest. And uh, I don't do more training, but I just have more mental rest. And, and yeah, that's, that's such a big difference.
0: Yeah.
1: What was your degree in?
0: Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in physiotherapy. Wow. So is that? I mean, that that must have been quite an interesting thing to do because obviously it's not just studying, is it? It's practical work as well.
1: Yeah. It's it's a lot of practical work, and um, yeah, I, I did those the combination um, all those years before, and um, I've I've been a full time student, and um, I did a combination with a yeah as a writer, mm-hmm. and um, it was very hard at sometimes. So um, so now I re- realize how lucky I am and that I have to take the most out of it now now
0: I, can, now I can yeah and it's interesting because you see a lot of riders who ride both track and road kind of seem to have given up one or the other in the last couple of years but you've you've always rown, ridden both alongside each other
1: it, yeah it, it, I just I just like a combination of it um I I also love to do some variation in my training as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh yeah I simply love
0: it track and road and it's i i just i just always think it's funny because you know you think of trackies as these you know delicate 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 riders who need to have it all you know perfect but then you know those road those races that you won this year i mean winning a stage at the bowls rental ladies tour that's a serious serious race for a sprinter isn't it
1: yeah that that was quite awesome (laughs) but on the road they say that i am a trackie and on the track they say i'm a roadie so uh, (laughs) sometimes it's quite difficult but uh I just I just like the combination, and uh, I have goals on the track, uh,
0: but I also have goals on the road. Yeah, and, and are you going to be looking, I mean, I guess with the Olympics coming up, is that your track focus for the next couple of years?
1: Yeah, my biggest goal is uh, the OMIUM in, in Rio in 2016. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't
0: mean I, I don't have any expectations on the road as well. <laughs> and you, you've moved to um, Wiggle Honda for next year, and yeah. I, I was interested in that, because... Obviously, they've got you and you're this amazing cobbly sprinter and they've got Georgia Bronzini and she's, um, you know, she's a she's a she's a um, she's, you know, won a couple of world championships with her sprinting, hasn't she? Yeah. And then they've got then they've got Nettie Edmondson and Chloe Hosking. I mean, that, that's a lot of sprinters in that team. How's it going to work? There's a lot of good
1: sprinters in the team. But um, yeah, I think it's going to work. Um, Georgia is more like another type of sprinter than me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's more like a climber. Yeah. Um, you can compare her to Peter Sagan in, in our peloton.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, yeah, Nettie, Nettie Edmondson, uh, she's also fast, also a trackie. Um But I think she's going to be more focused on the track the next couple of years. But um, yeah, I, I come along very
0: well with Nettie, so uh, that won't be a problem, I think. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, of course, Laura Trott was in that team for the last couple of years. And now it's you and Nettie together where you can be, you know, teammates on the road and rivals on the track. Are yeah. you looking forward to that? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, we, we come along
1: very well and uh, we don't have any problems with each other. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to be a teammate of her. Excellent.
0: Excellent. And then, so, so, what, what, you know, if you're thinking about next year, what, what are your, what's your goals on, what's your goals in both of them? Um, first of all, my next goal is now London on the World Cup, mm-hmm. and yeah,
1: the Worlds in Paris on the track. Yeah. And then um, I'm gonna take no break, just just go for the road after after the Worlds. Yeah. And uh, I wanna I wanna set some good results in in, in the spring classics like uh, Tour of Flanders, Gent-Wevelgem.
0: Uh, yeah um yeah dutch and dutch racing and, and belgium racing yeah wow that's that i mean is it i guess when you there's a lot of long tradition of people p- combining both isn't there i mean you know i think of leontine van morsel and and obviously mariana voss and and all yeah. other you know georgia herself i mean is it do, do you do you look at those riders and say yeah that's my role model or are you making your own path?
1: Well, I, I don't really have a role model, but um, <laughs> of course I, I look up to them. But um, I just, for myself, I, I, I need to do both um, track and road. Um, I think if you can have some rest periods, periods in between, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you can do it perfect. Um, yeah, I, I have other rest periods than, than the other girls in, in the peloton, so I take mine in, in May. Yeah, yeah, and uh, maybe in December now. Um, yeah, it's 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 just just a bit different, but um, yeah, it's, it's good for me. Yeah,
0: and yeah. it seems to have. I mean, this year seems to have worked because you were having strong results last track season as well, weren't you? I mean, I mean yeah. it, it feels like it's it feels like you've got this balance that works really well.
1: Yeah, and in the beginning I was a bit looking, and also with with my studying, um, I I did a bit too uh, too much, I think. Mm-hmm. But now I've I found the perfect combination and uh, I know what I have to do to become stronger. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm making a step forward every year, I think. So um, I'm really
0: looking forward to next year already. Oh, I'm excited because it, it feels like that for quite a long time, Belgian women's cycling wasn't, wasn't so strong, you know, both on the track and the road. And, and now there's you and there's Jessie Darms And, and there's, it, it, feels like, it feels like there's a bit of a renaissance going on for women in Belgium.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, it's growing each year and, of course, with the help of Lisbeth Vogt, yeah. uh, who has retired now. Um, but she helped us a lot and um, she had so much experience and uh, she passed it to us. And, um, yeah, it's growing every year.
0: And is it difficult? Because, I mean, cycling is such a huge sport for the men, isn't it, in Belgium? Do you, do you get the same amount of recognition or... Oh. No, not yet. <laughs> Cycling in
1: Belgium is unbelievable. Um, we have Tom Boonen and uh, Philippe Gilbert, and yeah, we we can't really compete to them as as girls. But um, yeah, we're trying.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's um it's it's interest. It's just it's just an interesting thing to watch because you know with cyclocross, for example, at the moment, Sana Kant's won everything <laughs> in the last couple of weeks, and it just it just feels like there's there's a real there's a real buzz around it. So, yeah. yeah. Cyclocross in, in
1: Belgium is very popular and um, also with the women. Um, it's getting more popular. Um, it's been on television. They're getting uh, equal prize money, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's growing. Um, and the track, yeah, it's it's not so popular in Belgium, um, like in Australia and, and Great Britain.
0: Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I, lear- I learned to live with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the thing is, is if you come away from London with a medal... yeah that would be great (laughs) you know when when the tour of flanders come away from london with a medal and yeah you can single-handedly make it make that difference (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) so i mean you started off have you have you been cycling all your life
1: uh no um, i did athletics when i was six uh, Mm -hmm. until i was 12 years old um so i have been doing that for six years and then um i did a training uh, a uh, with a bike mm-hmm. and after that summer camp that was one week uh we got a license but i didn't know that so uh suddenly i got a license and i got to to ride races um as a 12 year old girl um mm-hmm. so that's what i did and um yeah i kind of i kind of rolled into it
0: yeah and you won your first um elite national title didn't you when you were just 17 um yeah True, yeah, I was 17, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you won stages in the junior Omloop van Bosselé, which is, you know, that's, that's one of the, when, when I look at who's won stages, you know, in that race, it's always like a nice predictor of success. But yeah. you were one of the first riders to win there, weren't you? Yeah, I
1: think so. Uh, as a junior, I was also very fast at the finish line. Um, that's how I become, yeah, world champion in South Africa. <laughs> so, yeah, it's quite handy if,
0: you, if you're fast at the finish yeah. and in two thousand and eight, when you were world champ, junior world champ, um, how how did that feel? What what's that like? Yeah, that was unbelievable. Um, I went to South Africa just for the track. In fact, uh-huh.
1: uh, I had to ride um, I don't know, a Pursuit, yeah, and I got third or fourth, but I, I wasn't pleased with that. And um, the week after that, there was a road race, and uh, they said to me, "Yeah, well, well, you're here now, so you can ride a road race if you want." <laughs> And I was like, OK, why not? <laughs> so I, I started the road race without any expectations. And um, it was a bunch sprint. And yeah, I won.
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and is it is it difficult to go from being, because I was talking last week to Lisa Branauer. And obviously she was a junior ITT world champ and just won a couple of, just, just two golds. <laughs> This World Championships, but is it, is it difficult to go from winning the World Champions as a junior to then well, being in the elite peloton?
1: I guess if you're like a big talent like Mariana Vos, it's it's not so difficult. But um, like other girls, um, like to me, it it took me a couple of years to become um, strong with the elite category. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me at least five years, so um, it's quite hard if you're 18 years old and you have to compete. Against women who are ten or fifteen years older, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's quite hard.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, looking at looking at your road career, you've you've been two times Belgian national champion on the road, and that's always a tough race.
1: Yeah, it's always a strange race. Um, they always always are a bit afraid to race, and uh, I just want to race from from the start, and that's what I do every time. And uh, I I don't count on my sprints. Um, I just race.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah and you seemed um i think i think one of the things that was interesting about watching your, your watching you this year was um you know when, when watching you in lotto also working for also working in 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 races for you know riders like emma Pooley and things like that because she was very nice about you about all your support in the giro <laughs> and the things
1: yeah but emma is just a great person um it was the first time i met her this year and it's it's yeah it's such a, an amazing rider and person uh i just uh love to help her in the
0: race and and yeah she is so grateful so it's really fun yeah she said that without you and Lisbeth um when she won the first stage you two had basically got her to that first climb in the most perfect position for her to attack up it and then she said on the last stage um she'd got drops right at the back through the tunnels and you and Lisbeth were just team time trailing her back to the front
1: yeah but I I'm not a I'm not a climber and uh I just, what I need to do is just work for, for a climber, and that, that, that was Emma. And yeah. uh, if she can win a few stages, that, that's terrific. And uh, I just liked it. I just went to the front and kept going, and me, me and Lisbeth did a time trial, team time trial <laughs> to, to drop her off at, at, at the mountains, and it, it was great. And, um, but Emma did a lot of work for me, too. Um, it, there was one stage, one stage and uh, there was a climb in the beginning of like 7K, Mm-hmm. And then it was quite flat, so uh, the team went for me. They wanted to go for a, sp- a bunch of sprint, uh, but I got dropped. And um, at the top of the climb, uh, Emma was waiting for me. She had to wait for like five minutes. <laughs> and then uh, she was shouting to me, "Yeah, take my wheel, take my wheel. I'm gonna take you back." And then I just followed her through the valley. Yeah. <laughs> and and she, and she got me back to 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 the group of Mariana Voss. And it was it was it was a sprint, but. Uh, I didn't manage to, to get a top five. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's that's so great about Emma. Um, she's so grateful always, so.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it's nice. It's, it's nice, I think. I mean, I think that's one of the things that's weird about cycling, isn't it? Is you get, like, you know, one person on the top of the podium. But it's, you know, it could have been her whole, whole team who's got her there. Yeah, um, of course. I, I mean, do, do you find it different? Do you find that part different when you're racing on the road than when you're racing on the track
1: yeah that's quite different on a track it's um each for, for for herself or for himself um like in an omnium it's quite individual and on, on the road you are in a team and you have to ride like a team um and yeah i love
0: it yeah i mean when 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 you're going into the omnium it's obviously six events and it's three bunch races and three time trials and it's it's over two days isn't it how how do you how do you actually prepare for that and how do you personally approach the omnium well like
1: i said i like i said um I take uh, each event by event and um I don't look forward to to yeah later events and the second day I just take it time by time and um my weaker points in the past were the the timed events mm-hmm. but um I'm getting stronger now in the timed events and um yeah you just you just need to be consistent the whole time
0: mm. and does your road do you think your road and the bunch of skills you get on the road help you with the bunch of skills on the track as well
1: yeah of course um but i think that the, the skills i learn on the track help me more on the road than than the yeah than, than the other way
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah as, as a track rider you are so yeah handy and you can handle your bike much more than i think than 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 a road rider
0: yeah. I mean, I, I look at things like the elimination race and, you know, riders who look like they're blocked in and, and then they're not. And, and just the, the, you know, it sometimes my heart feels like it's stopping when I'm watching, you know, riders in the points race and the elimination race, because you think, how did you not crash?
1: Yeah. I, I crash a few times in the elimination. Um, uh, but it looks more dangerous than it is in, in reality. Um, yeah. You, you're more certain when you, when you are on, a, on, a, on your bike and, um, most of the time, you don't crash if you if you lean to each other. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just if your bike, yeah, if your bike touches the other bike, you, you can you can crash. But uh, normally, it's quite it's quite safe.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you're, I'm so used to seeing you know riders falling off the track and coming up with like their skinsuits ripped up and giant splinters of wood sticking out of them and things like that. It seems it seems and and, when, and the first time you go to a velodrome and you look down the banking and see how steep it is. Yeah, it just seems impossible.
1: Yeah, it, it looks impossible. That's true. But uh, if you're on a bike and, and you're riding the track, yeah, it's, it's quite a good feeling. And um, it, it doesn't feel impossible. And yeah, you, you just you just need to take it that you can crash sometimes and that you have
0: splinters. Burn. that's part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> just just take it. Just take it as normal. Yeah. <laughs> and um, which is I mean, do you have favorite tracks around the world? Um, favorite tracks, um, the tracks in Great Britain are,
1: are pretty fast, like, uh, Manchester and, mm-hmm. uh, London. So, um, yeah, and also Mexico because, uh, it's on altitude. Yeah. Like Guadalajara and, um, Aguascalientes. So, yeah, I, I like fast tracks, like everybody.
0: Yeah. yeah. Isn't Aguascalientes is the one with the, um, open sides? Uh, no, that's Guadalajara. Oh, right. I, cause I was, that was strange too, because it, it, it feels like... Especially for the last couple of years, trackies. You know, it it's it it, it seems like you're going from completely different conditions. I mean, d- does it take a while to kind of get used to riding what each track's like? Yeah,
1: each each track is different, and um, you need you you need to have other gears, and um, yeah, each track has other gears, and that's that's what makes it difficult. Uh, there's also the winds if, if if it's an open track. So um, yeah, you have to you have to t- to make yeah a lot of how do you say that
0: um yeah a you lot of to, things yeah you have to adapt to each yeah. each and so when you get there is that how much of that is your choice and how much of it is the team's choice about you know what gearing to use what 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 set up for the bike
1: well that's a choice of uh the coach but especially from from myself uh if if i'm feeling good i take a bigger gear
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if the track is fast i also take a bigger gear so it's quite my my own choice cho- choice um yeah but i have to speak uh, to the coach about it of course
0: yeah yeah and so how much time do you get to actually prepare like say for example when you get to london how many how much training time will you get out there on that track on that velodrome um i think you're traveling
1: to london on monday and uh, the competition is uh, on saturday so we have like 5 days but that's enough um we we, we don't don't do, do a lot of training anymore that week mm-hmm, it's okay. just a bit yeah, of, of you know, warming up and just to do, do a few blocks but not nothing serious anymore so yeah
0: yeah it must it must be um an advantage for you know like netty when it's if it's in australia and for laura when it's in london you know if they know that track inside out and upside down yeah of course that's
1: an advantage uh if it's your home track um it's, it's, it's a difference. Like, I did a, a race this weekend in, in Ghent, mm-hmm. the International Belgian Open, and it was on, on our home track. And uh, that's, that's a difference for, for yeah, for us, uh, for the other riders, I mean. Um, we are used to it, and, yeah, each track is different, so
0: you can use it. Yeah, and you won this weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I won. <laughs> and will you be, do you ride six days and things like that? Um,
1: next week, there, there are the six days of Ghent, Mm -hmm. Uh, the women can ride as well but uh we have to ride three days so no six days
0: right i mean would you because in 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 england we have the revolution series you know which is you know series of uh, you know weekend track Mm -hmm. events would you is that something that you'd enjoy or do you just have to focus on the big the big big world cups uh,
1: i would really like to to ride a revolution but um it doesn't fit in my program at the moment um it's just quite busy with all the World Cups and uh, we had the European Championships and uh, like now the races we have in Belgium, um, they would like me to ride that, of course. Um, but if it fits in my programme the next weeks of months, um, I would like to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they look like quite, because track, track is the first part of cycling I loved. Yeah, it was my first way in was going to see the Track World Cup in Manchester. Sure. And just, there's nothing like going to a track event for me the atmosphere is fantastic And and especially the atmosphere in great britain
1: um it's unbelievable it's it's always sold out um a lot of people and yeah i love to ride over there yeah
0: yeah and i guess now that you're going to be riding for well wiggle i don't quite i i think they're going to be a british team next year but does that that that's that's going to be quite interesting going from a belgian team to going to you know a much more international one
1: yeah, and, and I hope they, they're not going to hate me, the British people, because Laura Trolder's leaving the team. <laughs> but, um, yeah, to me, it's not, an, it's not a big difference. Um, of course, it's, it's uh, one of the top teams in, in the women's peloton. Um, but if it's Belgian or British, uh, it doesn't matter for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so looking ahead to the future, if you could have your ideal career, the perfect career, what would you put in it?
1: Um, I would really become a uh, world champion on the road one day. Yeah. Um, I think if I if you can do it in, in the junior category, um, it, it's yeah it has to be possible in the elite category as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not in the first three four years, but maybe later. Uh, you never know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then um, I really wanted to go for a medal at the at the Olympics in Rio on the track. So yeah. And Those the- are my two biggest goals. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean I guess this year's been I mean like I like I said earlier with Pauline and and Lisa both because Lisa both becoming, you know, world champions after becoming junior champions and obviously Mariana Voss is is kind of that example. I mean does but does that make does it give you a lot of pressure, you know, looking at riders like that and or does it just make you excited to know it's possible?
1: Uh, it, it doesn't give me pressure. It, it motivates me even more. Um, you know, uh, you can see it's possible. Um each each year there are other riders coming up and other riders um, becoming stronger and you know it's possible to beat mariano voss in, in a world championship so uh maybe one day <laughs> yeah and qatar
0: is going to be nice and flat isn't it yeah qatar and also next year uh richmond yeah i heard it's quite flat with a, with a few cobbles yeah and that's... cobbles of course for you that's perfect going to be interesting <laughs> maybe it'll rain <laughs> yeah, hope so, hope so. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so looking back over this year, you had all those great moments, but for you, what have been your favorite what's been your favorite memories of 2014? Um normally I have to say
1: one of my victories, but um I just loved the atmosphere in the Giro and Giro Rosa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I didn't win there, but uh just that I like have to work for Emma and she took um three victories three stages and yeah that was unbelievable and it was my first time I did a stage race like that like 10 days
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the other stage races I did in the past were like three days maximum or four days maybe mm-hmm. so it was really the first time for me and I enjoyed it so much yeah
0: yeah I mean it seems interesting though because you know it's it's not your ideal sprinting and it's full of mountains so that's kind of a funny thing for a sprinter to say that the Giro is such a great race
1: yeah, but I, I
0: I felt myself
1: stronger every day and um you just need to take it if if there's a mountain stage. Um I just went for uh, the grubetto and I was a bus driver, so <laughs> <laughs> that was quite
0: uh, quite special. <laughs> um, I mean, did you get because that last stage, I mean the the, the not like that that stage up, for example, Madonna de Gisalo, which is so beautiful and the scenery is so gorgeous and you'd, you know, obviously worked so hard in the flat bit but when you were going up that climb and you've got Lake Como on one side and you've got the bells of the of the chapel coming down do you get to enjoy it or are you just suffering
1: maybe uh, some girls go- some girls didn't enjoy it but uh I was looking next to me and <laughs> I was enjoying it very much uh yeah of course I wasn't the last group because it was a mountain hill finish <laughs> but uh yeah I enjoyed it and
0: uh yeah, we were laughing and the last the last kilometers of that stage and yeah it was great yeah. and you had um on the stages before there was like Elisa Longo Borghini's fan club, her 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 village, the people from her village, kind of turning out to yell and to give everyone beers and things like that on the side of the road. I, I mean, I was
1: I was riding up that climb and uh, everyone was yelling to me, Emma has won, Emma has won, and I had to I had to ride like twenty twenty more minutes of that climb. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I felt I felt great that moment. <laughs>
0: i mean does it does it just make you want to get off and go oh right don't need to do anything more
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, i could celebrate the whole climb so
0: yeah <laughs> good, good for me <laughs> and then there was that i mean the Bene ladies tour to me that was a really interesting race because that that was both between belgium and the netherlands yeah. and that looked like I mean, I always love the races that have a lot of video anyway, but that, you know, you want, you've been winning in some really good new races, like, you know, the diamond tour and, you know, how do do you like, do you like racing at home best or?
1: Yeah. I just like races in in Belgium and Holland. Um, it's just hard and with the weather conditions and I love to ride in echelons and like the gutter racing. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: and that's, yeah, that's what I like. And, um, that's always the case in Belgium and Holland. So
0: yeah, See, seeing that you um, seeing that you you were on the podium at Tour and the podium at Bells Rentals Ladies Tour, that's definitely a rider who likes you know riding in the wind and the echelons and the tough conditions.
1: Yeah, so sometimes I do uh, too much work in in the wind and. Uh, because I'm a sprinter, I need I need to save some energy. But uh, I'm not like that. I just want to raise every time, and uh, maybe I do that too much. <laughs> that, maybe maybe that's the reason why I become second all the time.
0: <laughs> hey, that's not right. That's not fair on yourself. I think no. It's it's very exciting. It's really exciting, Yolene, to see to see your you know your development this year and and for the last couple of years. And it's kind of definitely you're definitely a rider to watch for the next you know for the next few years to see what happens yeah
1: but like I said um it's it's really first year I'm I am a professional cyclist and I have so much more time to go to uh the physio um to get a massage every week uh, to do my core stability exercises which I didn't do before um so all those new things adding up and um, that's just yeah that's why I become stronger
0: well, I hope you can. Um, I hope you can learn and grow and just do even better next year. Yeah, I hope so. for my new team. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you so so much for your time, and you know, really good luck over the winter. And I'll be watching you very. I will be watching you very closely. And of course, people can watch the um, Track World Cup in London's going to be live on TV, so they can actually watch you in real time as well. Yeah, and support me. yeah cheer for cheer for Yolene because everyone in the velodrome will be cheering for Laura
1: yeah exactly exactly (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for your time
0: yeah you're welcome